This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at InfinitePotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now. (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And you're Between Two Sterns. Look at how nice you look. Well, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't shed my business attire just yet. And I figured since I've been wearing the, the undershirt the last couple episodes, <laughs> not that anyone would know, I figured I'd dress it up a little for you in case, God forbid, this is ever translated to video. Well, you look good. You Thank look you. Good. So do you. You look better. Ah, this is my t-shirt. I wear this when I sit at home and work from home. Yeah, and I, and I wear this button-down shirt when I go into the office and work from an office. I'm glad that our conversation has been reduced to that of Sesame Street characters explaining things to each other. These are the wardrobes in your neighborhood. <laughs> in your neighborhood. How you doing? How you been? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I would like to commend your mother and father. Okay. For their, for their exemplary planning and doing all their, all their whoopee in January to, to get to all these September birthdays. Because, my God, yeah. the spread yeah. of your family's birthdays over the last seven days, it's pretty much all of them. We're almost within the same seven days. I think it's like 10 days total. So I am September 16th. My mother is the 20th. My brother is the 21st. My sister Ashley is the 23rd and my dad is the 28th. It's pretty crazy. And it actually is one of the first jokes I ever wrote, believe it or not. Okay. When I was younger, I was straight edge. I didn't drink. And people said, Jared, why don't you drink? And I said, well, because my family clearly consists of a group of people who get way too drunk on New Year's, forget to put on a condom. And then nine months later, we're all born in the same week. Okay. And I was seven. So they didn't like that joke very much. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which, how was your how were how was your birthday bonanza? My day of birth was good. Uh, I we we kept it very low key this year. I, I I told Julie I was like I want to do one of two things. I either want to go like back to Vegas and just go crazy for the weekend, or mm-hmm. I want to do like an old man birthday where it's just like a nice dinner and then like go to a Korean spa. And so we went to a Korean spa. Uh, uh-huh. We got massages. I experienced a type of massage I have never experienced before. Oh, really? Do do tell. Yes. I'll give everybody a second to giggle and make their own jokes in their own head. Uh-huh. And done. Yeah. And for those of you with those types of minds, I have received those types of massages before, so shame on you. No, I... <laughs> I'm, I'm in the massage room. I go into the massage room. It's a Korean spa, so like it's separated by gender. So Julie's on her side. I'm on my side. So we're not in the same room. And I didn't really like scan the room when I walked in. I just kind of went in, took my shirt off and laid down. And at one point she leaned forward. I was facing down on the, on the massage table and she said something. I didn't understand what it was because she was speaking through a mask and I couldn't understand her. But I just say yes to everything in those situations and, and just hope for the best. And she goes, is that? I go, yeah, sure. Uh, and then she began walking all over my back. Like, oh, oh good. Yeah. You yeah, got I'm the good. old, the Jefferson's massage. 
Yeah, a good like 40 to 60% of this massage was done fully with this woman's feet, just standing on my back. Now, because I'm crazy, I was trying to figure out how she was applying so much pressure to my back, right? Because she was easily the best <laughs> she was massage in ever. It's like, wow, you're putting all of your body weight into this. How are you doing that? I've got a pretty strong back and pretty difficult knots. So when I normally go to and get a massage done, there's always a lot of like, can you just do it a little bit harder, please? But like stepping on me, hell yeah. Like that really got in there. And so it was almost as if she was pushing down from the ceiling, but I couldn't put together <laughs> how she was doing it. Until finally, like towards the end, they were like flip over and I flipped over and there were two bars like from the ceiling. So they were nailed into the ceiling, maybe came down about six feet above the above the uh, bed or above the massage table. And she was grabbing onto them clearly and pushing down from the top. It was crazy. And then I walked wow. in, I was like, how did I not notice these giant bars when I walked into this massage room? Why would you? I'm a pretty observant guy. It, I'm, it's, it's like my thing. So like, I would normally be like, oh, those bars are interesting. Bookmark that in case it comes up later. By the way, I totally noticed that you didn't get the Jefferson's reference. Not at all. Not at all. Not but at all. you know yep. what? You're starting to learn me much more so that you know when I'm placating you. Because yep. I was going to swing back around to it. I just wanted to finish the point. What is the Jefferson's reference? Well, uh, George Jefferson, he was a he was a, uh, a smaller fellow. And one of his neighbors was a was a very, a very tall guy. And he would have George walk on his back to get I've, to to get the nuts out. I've watched the Jeffersons. Is this a real thing that took place on this show? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a regular thing, but it, it happened like I would say four or five times a season. And it was on for a couple. It, it, it was on for more than a few seasons. OK. Yeah. OK. I need to stop you for just a second. Are you recording with your regular mic? No, I'm using um, AirPods to see if they record better because I keep oh. smacking the microphone normally. I'm gonna say it's you're you're sacrificing audio quality. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's pause right there. I'll plug it in and we'll do a little compare and contrast. Yeah. Live on the podcast because you sound muffled, muddled. You know me. I'm. I'm. I frequently smack the shit out of this microphone. No, I, I know, and and uh, you know, lesser of two evils. I think I'd rather have a clearer vocal performance. Okay, let's see if that's any better. Yes, yeah, much better. Oh, so I can't just, wait to hear it. So just watch your gesticulations and try not to smack the shit out of the microphone. Well, it it it's. <laughs> It's something I strive for every week, and sometimes I'm successful. I've, I have noticed that changing the position I sit at the desk stops me from kicking the thing under the table, which keeps oh, spiking the mic. Okay. Well, that's also so that's good. good. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, so did you, and did you do anything else special for your birthday? Did you, did you have like a special, special dinner? Did you have a cake? Did you? Oh, my God. So uh, I, I got surprised. I very rarely get surprised in this world. And I was at work, I worked on my birthday, first time I've ever worked on my birthday, uh, but I was in the office, uh, Julie said, let's go out for happy hour, we found this place that does like happy hour oysters, I love oysters, so we okay. drove, I drove over there, and I walked in at 5.30, there were like 10 of my friends there, That's all awesome. hanging out, and they did the surprise, and I was like, wow, 39 years old, and I get the first one of these guys, it was pretty cool. You, you never had a surprise party before? I don't, did not. I did not. I tend to not have large groups of friends. <laughs> okay. I, just, I just don't. I, I you know, I, I'm a nomad. I'm always bouncing from area to area. You know, like 
I just, I've never really found the group that I fit into, you know? I would, I would say, and you've been with Julie for how long? A uh, year in August. Okay. Now that, now that this relationship is a little bit more minted, mm-hmm. I'm going to say you're going to have to expect this like every other year because she seems to like to orchestrate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's already talking about my 40th and I don't think that's a surprise thing. That's like something that's going to be planned and like be a big thing. Uh, But Julie like is notorious. Julie is well known for planning her own surprise birthday party for her birthday. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I want to have a birthday party. I'm going to plan my, um, we're going to have a surprise birthday party for me. It's going to be Marvel themed. And I think we talked about this on the podcast and I was Mm -hmm. like, it's not a surprise. She's like, well, yeah, but I mean, does she have like the men in black neuralizer that she just kind of like zaps herself and then she doesn't know. Uh, So Andrea through, through not only a surprise birthday, but a very awesome surprise present for me on my 40th, she was able to not only keep me in the dark as far as getting a large group of my friends together, but she unbeknownst to me sewed a Muppet of me. I've seen it. She showed me. Yeah. I think I might have almost caught on to it, but like I found a sewing needle in a backpack or something like that. And I was like, oh, why? Yeah. Why do you have this? And it, it yeah. nothing occurred to me. And then, but yeah, she surprised me with a <laughs> with a Muppet of me on my 40th. And it's it is sincerely one of the greatest gifts I've ever gotten. That's awesome. No, I, I ruined my own birthday present because so I'm I'm back in the office. Right. And it's like a bullpen style office. I'm in two days a week and it is loud. It is so loud in there and everybody's loud and having different conversations. It's so distracting. And so I had regular AirPods, but um, the AirPods Pro have a feature where you can block out noise. They have like a noise canceling feature. And it's just like a little thing that you click and then everything goes silent and it is glorious. It sounds like it. And so... I'm like, I, I definitely need these. And like a week or two before my birthday, I looked on Amazon and they were on like a stupid sale. They were like, so like, they were like 70 bucks off for them. Sure. And I was like, oh my God, the AirPods Pro are like 70 bucks off. And Julie said, and I quote, wow, that's a really good deal. You should get them. And I went, okay. So I bought them and then they got delivered. And then like, three, four days before my birthday, they got here. They were sitting on my desk. I didn't open it yet, but she saw them on my desk and she was like, did you buy yourself AirPods? And I was like, yeah, they were on sale. She's like, you bought yourself AirPods. And I was like, yes, you, you told me I should. She was like, you ruined everything. And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I'm like, did you get me AirPods for my birthday? She's like, yes. I was like, then why did you tell me to get them? She's like, because I wanted to throw you off the scent. I think she needs to learn that idiom like, a little bit better. I was like, I think that the best way to throw me off the scent would have been to have said anything other than <laughs> you should buy them. Buy them. <laughs> I, I, I have gotten to the point where I buy most of my own birthday presents yeah. for myself because yeah. um, like right now my parents are kind of struggling with, well, what do you want for your birthday? Yeah. I'm, I'm turning 46. I don't really want for much right now. And any of the stuff that I want, you're not going to buy for me. 
Yeah, like, you want to go back to being 39. That That's what you want for your birthday. Well, sure. Obviously, <laughs> an elixir of immortality would be fantastic, of eternal youth and long life. Uh, but no, like for me, like one of the things I'm going to treat myself to uh, when it comes out on Thursday is the remaster of uh, Diablo 2, which Ooh. is one of my favorite yeah. fucking video games. Yeah. And so, but my parents wouldn't buy that for me. A, they wouldn't even right. know what the hell it is. And, you know, right now, so... I'm actually kind of curious as to what 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 they're going to get because okay. my my mom is being very pragmatic and my dad says I've got the perfect gift for you. Ooh, says, I got the perfect gift for you. You're going to love it. But my mother's like, no, it's a waste of money. And I'm like, that's what all good birthday gifts. I was going to say, waste of money. Her feeling that it's a waste of money I, might I mean that it's it actually is. something like. So my mom's always trying to find out. <laughs> Stuff that I will definitely use, like a you know, new shoes or a new sweater or a jacket or or something like that. Right. Um, so she, that's where her head's at, and I'm. But I'm really curious to find out what my what my dad was. But they're like, we're not sure if we're going to do it. We're not sure if we're going to like. So, I, I I hope they want to like name a star after you or something. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that really is a waste of money. But that would be right? fantastic, though. I'll take it. You know I don't what? know what it is. They didn't well, tell I, me. I don't think they've consulted with you. I, they said they were going to ask Andrea. And I'm like, whatever they say, just say yes. Yeah, at that point, yeah. But I, but I don't think they've consulted her yet either. So I don't know. So I'll be in the dark. But it, uh, I, I'll find out soon enough. Uh, the birthday okay. is on Friday, the 24th. So this podcast will come out maybe a day before that. So... You bring up a good point. Lo- fan, loyal fans of the show know this, but for those of you who don't know, I just hit the microphone. You did. Yeah. Uh, fans of the microphone, fans of the microphone, fans of the show know this. Uh, you fit into my family's birthday week. Your birthday is September 24th. Yeah, that kind of works out, doesn't it? <laughs> right. We're also now on our second year of a new tradition that's been started, which because you're three hours ahead of me, uh-huh. you now wish my mother a, birth- a happy birthday on her birthday before I'm able to. And she yeah, tells me about it every year now. This yeah. is two years in a row where another Jared Stern beats me to the punch. Well, I think, no, no, I didn't I didn't wish her happy birthday on her birthday. I wished her a happy Mother's Day before you did. Happy Mother's Day, that's what it is, yes. Yeah. But I anticipate but, this being a tradition regardless. I mean, I guess as long as you're on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast, I have a three-hour head start on you. And Unless I can schedule these things on Facebook or like stay up until 12.01 and then send it. But... <laughs> I think, unless something else happened that I'm aware of, my birthday allowed a little bit of a bump in the listens because we got a nice little spike on the 16th as well. Nice little spike. We got like the biggest spike we've had since we've started this podcast. I don't know what the hell happened, but not not only did we get like 35 plays in a day, which Mm -hmm. is unheard of, your uh, one of your favorite new episodes uh, the fairy god daddy episode is now top three unbelievable i that, have that, no idea dreams do come true very poppy boo that's <laughs> yeah, right fairy tales can come true it can happen to you that's right um, so yeah so uh, so thank you everybody for, yes, for that gift you. the gift of paying attention and giving a fuck that's what we really uh want and need uh, is your attention and uh the validation of our collective egos Speaking of birthday gifts, I got another little birthday gift on my birthday, which was uh, one of my fantasy football characters 
players. They're people. Players, they're yeah. people. Uh-huh. One of my people. fantasy football players uh, did some stuff that got me points. And for a brief moment in time, I was in the lead in one of my competitions for the week and then yeah. ultimately got destroyed again by the end well, of the week. Okay. Well, this is what you fell victim to. Okay. Go ahead. All of your players were done by Sunday mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. guy you were playing against had two guys going in the Monday night game. Yep. You were ahead. You were ahead by about what? 25, 30 points. So if the players he had laid an egg, crapped in their hat, if they, you know, didn't do well for the, for them, you probably could have squeaked through. Yeah. But I believe, I believe uh, they had Aaron Jones, who is could the be. running back for the Packers who by himself accounted for four touchdowns. So that kind of swung things the other direction. Mm. The Jared Stern, Jared Stearns are not off to a good start. Two losses in a row. Do I have the ability to still win? Like with two losses in the first two weeks, can I still win this thing? Sure. I mean, anyone has a chance to catch fire. Here's what I'll tell you. It's kind of random how this shit works. Yeah, that's that's why I don't want to touch it. It's like, it's like shifting lanes in a car, right? Like one lane is going fast and then I move over to another lane and then all of a sudden that one stops going. And like, I'm just not touching the teams and just hoping everything evens out. Right. And this is also, you know, in the first four weeks, that's where you find out what the trends are, where you find out what everyone's kind of baseline performance is. Right. Because you need like three or four games to establish an average. Mm -hmm. And then you can see who's out outperforming their average on a weekly basis and it's a fucking numbers game it's all it is it's like playing dungeons and dragons instead of rolling dice to to determine the outcome you're looking at the stats and seeing what numbers get uh pumped out by these actual real people not Uh, characters not characters a lot of my experience with sports players are playing them in video games so it's like they're characters in a game first i guess they're players in a game because they're based off real people and then what was the other one growing up i these are things that irritated the shit out of my dad growing up he'd be watching like football and i'd ask him i'm like oh which team are we voting for (laughs) (laughs) he'd be like we root for teams jared we root i was like okay which team are we rooting for (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like looking at those percentages. Those are fun. Watch them slowly slip away. It's being <laughs> like, oh, it starts out so optimistically and then just slowly peters away. Well, I'm, I'm glad though, that this, maybe this, this 0-2 starts not going to turn you off because you still don't know what the fuck is going on. And it's all still just a thing that's happening independent of you. Jared, I'm happy about this, man. I only have one direction to go at this point. Yeah, I lost two games in a row. Can only go up from here. Or either. I keep maintaining my standard. I mean, really, I'm in a good position to not completely disappoint myself. Sure. Who is helping you out this, this week? So this past week, originally I was going to have Connor do it, but Connor and MK went on a cruise for their oh. honeymoon. To where? Uh, to somewhere down south. They, they, they went out of uh, Florida and it was like a four night cruise. The cruise ship, I think held, I want to say like 1300 people, maybe somewhere around 2000 people. Let's say That's ballpark 2000. There were 300 people on the cruise. Oh my it, God. It's like a ghost ship. 
like they were like the only ones there. Everybody knew each other by first name. Like the cruise directors, like knew everyone's social security number. It was crazy. It was like that small. Hundred people on a two thousand person boat. I want to say it's between like thirteen hundred and two thousand, somewhere around there. But yeah, they they went to an island, and I think they took like a a boat or like a jet skis to like up and a beach, and they were the only ones there. It was like a zombie apocalypse. Do you realize they could have each had their own personal staff member? They essentially did. The staff was just like sitting there eager to like do something for somebody. Oh, I feel so bad for like the performers on the boat. I was going to say, could you imagine being like the stand-up comedian on that boat? I mean, first of all, if I was the stand-up comedian on that boat, I would be just very happy to be working again. Right, you're working consistently. I have several friends who are cruise comics and they did not do well the last year and a half. So I, I think they're just happy to be on a ship let yeah. alone uh in front of you know who cares who cares what the audience is at this point but uh wow that's crazy so with on a ship like that yeah if you have if, if you're that below capacity do they give everyone free upgrades that's a good question i don't actually like, know like if, the, if the state rooms are if like the big big yeah. rooms are empty i mean why not I heard it secondhand. I haven't talked to Connor MK directly about this yet, but my mom was telling me about it. Uh, and like, I saw some of the pictures that they were posting. And it's just them on an empty ship. Yeah. Which by the way, like live it up, man. Like you will never ever have this experience again. It's like having your own fucking private yacht. Like, sure. like I don't go to a cruise to be elbow to elbow around everybody else. Like give me an empty cruise. I'm good with that. Like that's fine with me. Yeah, no, that is, um, that's very cool. Yeah, seriously, that like on, on a ship that big, and I imagine it was a fairly big cruise ship. Most cruise it's ships pretty big. are, uh, unless you're taking like one of those river cruises, like Viking or something like that. Uh, those those are big boats. Yeah, you could. I didn't put just, it together because like MK was posting videos and stuff on Instagram, and I saw my brother like playing basketball on a court. Nobody was around, and then there was like a tiki hut cabana. Nobody was around, and there were other. I didn't put together that it was just them and nobody was around. Like it's like they photoshopped themselves into like stock photos of this cruise. Yeah, it's just it's just a green screen essentially. Right, completely empty cruise ship. Insane, absolutely insane. Wow. Yeah. All right, very well. All right, so he was unavailable for your for your for this week, needs. but this week coming up is when him and I are going to coordinate my fantasy draft team. Okay, your fantasy. And is that is that a is that a version of the term? <laughs> no, it, it's fine. It's fine. You know what? You're learning. And, and I'm glad you're learning. I, like I said, I hope after all this is done that yeah. you will have gleaned something about the sport sporting experience and the, and the enjoyment. I, albeit very little and vicariously of, of, of the sport and, and competition and. Football. Well, the experiment that we're doing right now is how much can I learn and gain from doing the absolute bare minimum of playing yeah. Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. There's a, vid- like a, Final there's a Fantasy video game place. franchise that I played growing up. It was an RPG franchise called Final to, Fantasy. I'm explaining to, explain to the listeners because some people might not understand. So I'm pretty it's like, sure most of the people listening know what Final Well, okay. My, my I guarantee you <laughs> our parents do not know what the fuck Final Fantasy is. <laughs> But there was a video game series called Final Fantasy that I used to play. And so now every time like my brain goes into autopilot, I keep wanting to say it. But we're going to figure out how much I can learn from putting the absolute bare minimum into fantasy football. There you go. Fantasy football. I got it. I've yet to watch a game. Really? 
I'll watch one. Like we, we usually watch the Super Bowl. Uh, See, here's the thing. Like, and you have such a great setup because you're on the West Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, so we're, the I'm games not are on. Yeah, games are on from nine o'clock in the morning till about six o'clock at night, and then you have day, your baby. whole evening free if you want it. Do you want to know what I do while everybody's watching football from nine a.m. till seven at night? Go ahead. Whatever the fuck I want. Because nobody's around. Do you have any idea how easy it is to get shit done in California with absolutely no traffic on the road? It's like it's like COVID and Sunday football season. That's when the roads are empty in Orange County. Those are the only times. Yeah, well, I mean, you have what? Two? Is it two teams now or three teams? No, no, no. The Raiders went to Las Vegas, so you have two yeah. teams in LA. Right the now. Rams. Good. Which uh, I believe they're building the Rams Stadium down the street from where I lived in Inglewood. Okay. And can you name the other team? Oh, the 49ers. But they're up in Northern California. That's the San Francisco 49ers. Can you name the other Los Angeles team? Oh, the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles. uh, It's not Dodgers. Dodgers are baseball. That's a baseball team. Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles. They moved there from San Diego. So it's not not the 49ers. 49ers are still in San Diego. San Diego had another team. The San San Francisco. 49ers are in San Francisco. The team that the other team that Uh is North LA. Gotcha. San Diego. Moved there from San Diego. San Diego, Ron Burgundy's. I have no idea. The Chargers. The San Diego. Oh, I have heard the Chargers before. (laughs) And that's also a car. I don't know if you know that, but that's a Charger is also a car. Yeah, and you also can uh, power up your phone with it. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about cars either. Just just a heads up. Yeah. Unless it's the labels of them, and then I crush it in Captain Game Show. Apparently, the logos for the Chargers is just like a just like a cord coming out of a coming out of a wall. <laughs> and do they change it every couple of years, like Apple does, so that you yeah, can't yeah, get yeah. Used oh, yeah. To it? So, <laughs> you got to replace it. Sure. Uh, so I've got I've got two things that are, that are interconnected, and I'd like uh, that I'd like to share. The floor so, is yours. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So on uh, on Friday, yeah, uh, I got a chance to go to the Kennedy Center to go see Patton Oswalt. Oh, I love Patton Oswalt. He was fantastic. Uh, so uh, myself, Andrea, and uh, four of our friends, we all got together. We had a nice dinner, and then we went to the Kennedy Center. Um, when I got there, I met a friend of mine. Well a comedic acquaintance of mine who is so goddamn talented and she's fucking killing it. Her name is Paris Sachet. Remember that name. You're going to hear about it later. Um, she's been on Comedy Central and I, I ran into her in the, in the lobby. I was like, hey, Paris, are you opening for Pat Oswalt? She's like, yeah. I'm like, that's pretty fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. And meanwhile, I've ever, so everyone in, in the Kennedy Center, you had to, a, you had to be, wear a mask. And, and B, you had to prove you were vaccinated. So we so had, you had to, to bring the vaccination cards? No, just like a, a photo of the card. And I don't want to cast any aspersions on the uh, on the staff at the Kennedy Center, but it was a very lax check-in process. Yeah, I, 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 I could have I, I showed them a picture of Winnie and my driver's license, and they would have said, go ahead. Gotcha. Yeah. They, they were just waving people through. Anyway, but everyone was fully masked up. It, no one complained about it. Anyway, so I while I was in line to for, for the crowd to file in, I, uh, I took to Twitter and I said, very jealous of at Paris Sachet right now, about to watch her 
kill the Kennedy Center before Patton Oswalt tonight. Send. Uh, and then went and, uh, and checked out the show. By the way, seeing Patton Oswalt, who, again, he said this was like his third show in a year and a half. Um, seeing him on, on stage with notes made me feel a shit ton better about where I've been as far as my performance levels. He had uh, notes. He had, he had notes on a stool. And he's like, you're going to be seeing a lot of this, which is like him just leaning down and looking at the stool. Interesting. Um, yeah. But he, man, he had some great shit. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to do any of it justice by trying to quote it, but his opening bit was him taking a phrase that he had concocted to uh, describe how crazy everything had been. He said, crazier than a barn full of clown pubes. That was his, that was his phrase to describe how crazy things were. He then took the next five minutes and deconstructed that phrase. Who would want to collect pubes? Why would you want to collect clown pubes? What would clown pubes look like? Why would you want to fill a barn with clown pubes? How many clown pubes would it take to fill a barn? If you were showing it to somebody else, how could you make them trust you that it was filled with clown pubes and not just three inches deep with plywood on the back of it? Like he completely deconstructed the ridiculousness That's... of what he created. And it was so fucking good. And like, Man, I really, really respect like his process, and it it was it was a great show. I like I judge most comedy shows, professional comedy shows, which I don't go to as, as, as many of these days. But if I hyperventilate to the point of almost passing out, that's a good show, and I yeah. damn near did uh, at the Patton Oswalt show. So very cool. If, if you have a chance, I, it, he's on a nationwide tour, so if he's coming to a theater near you do yourself a favor and, uh, and check him out. Um, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, no, it was really, really great. So get out of the show waiting in the lobby. Cause, uh, Andrea had to go to the bathroom and I'm sitting there and I'm going to Twitter. Yep. And I got quote tweeted by Patton and I was like, all right, achievement unlocked. I have, I have been retweeted by Patton Oswalt, which, you know, who cares in the grand scheme of things, but it was, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Um, I'm I'm trying to pull it up because I meant to tell you, but I was saving it for this. And I'm, I'm going back in my history to try and find it. This is something you and I have in common. Oh, you've been you've been quote tweeted by uh, by Patton as well. I have. No I shit. Have. I was driving down. Uh, I wish I could find it. But apparently. When did this happen? Uh, this was back in like 2015, 2016. Oh, you're going to have, like you're have to yeah. go deep. And I'm not going to waste all the time looking for it. But. What happened was I was driving down and I was like, but da, da, da. is that Patton Oswalt? Like I drove right by him. And I was like, pretty cool to be in California and see my first celebrity sighting watching Patton Oswalt strutting all badass down the street. And he said something to the extent of that wasn't much, that wasn't a strut. That was a heavy set limp. And I don't know <laughs> if I actually qualify as a celebrity, something very self-deprecating like that. And I was uh -huh. like, whoa, but yeah, big fan of Patton Oswalt. Big fan. Yeah, super cool. So that was, oh, and oh, and there was another highlight to my weekend. Hit it. Remember, remember a couple of weeks ago, I told you about this show I had been booked on and he was offering to pay way oh, more than yes, 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 yes. So it turns out it was not a plot to steal my kidneys. Um, it was okay. an actual, it was an actual show that happened. It was in a theater. 
not as big as the Kennedy Center, obviously, but it was at a place called the Synetic Theater. It was in uh, Arlington, Virginia. And uh, maybe the, the place maybe held like 300 tops. Now, like I, I told you previously, I've had, I've had a bad history when it comes to uh, doing shows in large theaters. When I, I believe uh, 25 in, six, in, a, in a 600 capacity was my, was my yeah, last. That's a, that's a, that's uh, a rough one. Yeah, that was, that was indeed rough. And when I got to the venue, like this is the, apparently this was this guy's first time producing a comedy show. So that's which, why the pricing was so off. Which explained a great many things. But he had done, you know, he had done a decent amount of promotion. He made, uh, he made little cardboard uh, handout flyers. He did sponsored ads on Facebook. You know, it's not like he did nothing. Yeah. So get there and like, it's like, hey, so what's the crowd looking like tonight? Where are we at ticket wise? He says, oh, it's going to be light tonight. And that was the first warning sign that it might be, might be another one of those nights, just to kind of a grin and bear it and accept the check later and, you know, just hope for the best. But turns out it it ended up being like mm, 7,500 people. I thought you were going to say, he was like, ah, it's going to be light tonight. It's only 400. And you're like, oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's only capacity. No, right. it was like the, the, the house was like a third full, which is perfectly fine. Sure. And uh, this guy apparently has a, um, his history is with, he, he works in television. He worked in public television. He worked for PBS. So this was a, like a three camera shoot on this show. Yeah. So awesome. I'm, if nothing else, I'm going to get a really good tape out of it. And he's supposedly shopping it around for streaming. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So it turned out to be way better than initially thought. It was not That's a money laundering scheme. It wasn't a money laundering scheme. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't an organ harvesting scheme. You well, know, we so had determined that your organs are far too old to be usable at this point. Hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't say that they're old. I just would say that they're either weak or poorly used. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants these lungs. The lung capacity isn't quite there. I think I have a very, like, I think my pancreas is over sugared. Um, <laughs> God knows where my, uh, what state my liver is in, but, right. uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it turned out to be a great show. So um, uh, I, I will keep you apprised of yeah. where it can be found. Hopefully, hopefully it does get shopped somewhere and it is, something that can be found on streaming so I can direct people to that instead of the other piece of shit instead of the other one that uh that can be found um, you gotta stop talking shit about it on here <laughs> no I'm not. you're getting residuals on it you gotta no, like I'm not. no I'm not. not I'm not you're not gonna I'm not getting residuals on on the video I'm getting residuals oh, on the audio portion that's right that's, that's right. on xm I get I get occasional uh royalties from that but I we just got paid for the show that we recorded the special for and apparently we're not getting residuals on that which is a whole other thing but listen they can they can fucking have it um it's it is what it is i mean i can use the credit now i can say i'm on amazon prime and apple oh, yeah, TV you can. and all yeah, that you can. stuff but god forbid someone goes and looks for it to be fair most people won't <laughs> most people yeah, who, you never know well, well no what i'm saying is most people who for whom the credit is you know carries any weight like i don't think they're going to go and yeah say, that's well, let me see if he's right let me see if, if he's uh if he's full of shit or not so but all i need to do is see my name on there and, and there it'll be so i'm just going to tell people it's me and then send them that and then when they come back and they're like jared you were hilarious 
I'm going to be like, you didn't watch it, did you? And they go, no, no, we watched it. Tell me one of the jokes I said. Oh, all your jokes were so good. It's tough for me to pick just one. Yeah. Don't listen to the podcast much either, do you? No, I listen every week. It's like you and your brother, right? Between two sterns. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely gotten that where like, I've known people that are like, oh, don't you do like a podcast with your brother? And I was like, no, no, you don't listen to the podcast at all, do you? So what else is going on? Do you have big plans for your birthday? Not on the day itself, but for the okay. weekend following. And actually, I need to talk to you about this because it might put a cramp in our podcasting plans for next week. Sure. So Andrea has uh, some business out in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, on the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday upcoming. So since my birthday is on the Friday, what we're going to do is we're going to borrow a neighbor's RV drive to Louisville on uh, Saturday and Sunday and uh, maybe uh, camp at a, at, a, at a campground in the RV. Uh, and we're going to go check out the Bourbon Trail uh, and make some stops at, at some distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Also, uh, Andrea would like to visit Churchill Downs because she wants to watch the horsies. So we're going to be staying at an inn in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, a quaint little inn. And I don't think I'll have the evening free on Monday or Tuesday or even Wednesday because we're driving back on the Wednesday. I was so, going to say, how's the Wi-Fi? You want to come live from Louisville? Yeah, right. Maybe. <laughs> if if that doesn't work, then we might have to take another week off. We might have to take a, 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 a cat's morning period off. Wow, that was dark. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you want to hear something funny about the cat, though? Oh, please. So, did I talk about the whole cat going under the bed on the podcast yet? Yes, did we talked. You about did. It? You did. But I think I edited that part out. Okay, so in the bedroom, it's like a built-together bed. It's like a very sure. heavy bed. It's like a made of wood bed. Like it's a heavy. <laughs> okay. It's not IKEA. It's not fake. It's like a heavy bed, and there are okay. drawers underneath. Yeah. So there are these like little corners up by the head of the bed that you can get back behind it. And all I wanted when I let this cat into the house, uh, Chloe, was to not have the cat go under the bed because I can't get back there. And mm -hmm. I don't know what's back there. It hasn't been vacuumed in years. So I bring her home the first night I open the carrier. And I'm like, all right, Chloe, this is your new home now. And she looks, sees the hole, immediately darts under the bed. And I'm like, God damn it. So she comes out. And then for like two or three nights, it's just been me absolutely psychotically battling with this cat. I have every single towel in the house out that is stuffed into these holes. Uh -huh. Each night, she still finds a way to get back behind the bed through some sort of hole, like, and I'm losing my mind over this thing, not just because I don't want her back there, but I don't know how the hell she keeps getting back there. So I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it was definitely Thursday. Uh, Julie was like, what do you want to do tonight? And I was like, I need you to accept the fact that last night is the last night that Chloe goes under that bed. So I'm gonna go upstairs. I need you to get duct tape, double-sided tape, and all of the Amazon boxes that we have downstairs. Oh. She comes up with like two Amazon boxes. And I felt like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. I was like, I think what you heard was, bring me some Amazon boxes. No. What I said was, Bring me, Bring me all, all the of the Amazon boxes that you can yeah. find. 
So the way you get behind the bed is you take the mattress off super heavy and you take up the boards that are laying on top of it. You can get back. We go back there. We double side tape every section because cats hate double sided tape. They don't like touching it. Then I cut down the cardboard and duct tape it to the bed. Wow. Then I get two one gallon jugs of water that we have in the garage for when COVID was happening. I prop them up against the cardboard that's already duct taped so you can't push it back. Then I take other fully formed Amazon boxes and I shove them back behind the bed so that there is absolutely no way that you can get back there. There's no space to get back there. It's like Fort Knox. And this is where I get really crazy and how I know I'm going to make a great dad. Then I took Chloe up into the bedroom and put her in front of the bed and went, try and get under it. And I just sat there and watched her try and figure it out. She's like, huh? Tried to do it? No. Went around to the other side? No. And then she looked at me and started meowing at me. She was like, uh, meow? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Did you not understand? I don't want you going back behind the bed. And she's like, um, meow. I, 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 I want to go back behind the bed. And I was like, well, that's not happening anymore. And so I have been victorious. It has now been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five nights where she has not gotten underneath that bed. So uh, what's going to happen when she finally claws through your defenses? <laughs> I swear to God, man, I'll, I'll lose my mind. I, I I still don't know how she kept getting back there because she would crawl back there and I would have to remove all the initial barricades to get her out. I think we at one point figured out that there was like a narrow hole by the upper corner of the mattress that she was going down. So like I duct taped that and I used one of Clayton's toys, which fit into the hole perfectly. And uh-huh. she kept like stepping on it. She was like, but my secret entrance is now gone. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. So, you know, she's going to find another nook and or cranny, not even in the bed, just another place to kind of nestle in and hide. You I don't that, mind. Right? So I, she can go back behind the couch. I don't mind that. She can go behind the TV. I don't mind that. I don't mind places that I can get to and clean, but I oh. don't like the places that I can't clean because I don't know what she's getting into, especially because last night we found a single flea on her. It was like, okay. It was, it was like 1030 at night and like, we're just getting to bed and we're like laying there and all of a sudden she goes, oh no, and finds a single flea on her. And like, I knew it. I didn't want it to be the case, but I knew that we were about to pull every piece of this bedding off of the bed and like go through the whole house and vacuum everything. And I, oh my God, I had to bathe her this morning. I had to give her a bath. Right. And like, I know I'm an empathetic person, but my tiny nine week old kitten crying in my arms as I'm trying to. And so I had on long pants. I had on a speedo or like a wetsuit speedo top so that she wouldn't scratch me. I had um, like those rubber dish gloves on as well. Oh my goodness. So that she, and like, I'm, I'm washing her. I'm washing her and I'm, I'm holding her and she's just crying. And I'm like, trying to pet her. I'm like, this is for your own good. Shh, shh. I'm doing this to help you. Was she, was she a, a smelly cat or just a dirty cat? Just dirty cat. She had one flea. So we had to, we had to do like Dawn soap to, cause they lay oh, eggs and then they flea? populate. They lay eggs and then they populate. Why don't you get like a flea and tick collar? Because we couldn't get an appointment with the vet until Friday and we didn't want them to reproduce in the meantime. I gotcha. Fleas are no joke. I've never had a cat with fleas. This dirty girl. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and the other two animals are have their flea medicine. So we're getting our flea medicine on Friday. And yeah. Okay. One flea. One you know single you, flea. You know, when you find one bug anywhere, you know there's more than one, right? Yes. That's why we had to wash her. Well, and by we, I mean I. After the fact, I was like, that broke my heart. 
Julie was like, did you want me to do it? I was like, I would have loved for you to do it. So she hates you and not me. What is this offering after the fact thing? She's like, would it make you feel better if I gave Clayton a bath? I was like, it would. Or not Clayton, Cooper. I was like, you wash your cat and see what how it feels when your cat hates you. So having never owned a cat yeah. or been with a cat long enough for it to matter whether or not it was bathed, yeah. how, don't, don't cats lick themselves clean? Yeah, like, clean themselves. No big deal. Okay. So how often would you have to bathe Chloe anyway? Penny cleaned herself. I never really okay, bathed so you, Penny. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had like wipes and sprays to use on her back because she was a big girl and it was a big girl. So it was difficult for her to get her own back. But uh-huh. this is what, this is actually one of the reasons they suggest that if you're going to have a cat, you should get two because they'll so clean, they clean themselves. <laughs> exactly right. So in the, in the intervening time between yes. uh, this episode and We'll see if if we're able to record on schedule for next week. But what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to reach out to yes. our brothers in name mm-hmm. uh, in Australia and 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 South Africa. Yeah, um, <laughs> I will never I want, not do that. I want I want it to. I just want a rapid fire. Do you remember like the first or second episode with where it was like you know? Yeah, yeah, right. I want, exactly. I, I want I want. A rapid fire of what is Jaren's favorite country? (laughs) South Africa. South Africa. I can't do Uh, accent. All you have to do is watch Lethal Weapon 2 and you can just. Is that it? Osmose it from there. Yeah. That's where I get it from. So I'm going to try and reach out to both of them because I know both of them had, they were like, we're interested, but like we need some time before that can happen. It's been a couple weeks since I've heard from both of them. Okay. So I want to line up at least one of them for a week or two from now. So mm-hmm. we can have, we can have, well, we always have some, we always have something to look forward to when we're recording, but I want to have, I want to be able to look forward to uh, hearing an accent on this show that isn't me doing it poorly. I, um, I think after we meet both of them, I would really like to start hosting like Jeopardy style segments of who is the most Jared Stern, where you will compete against other Jared Stearns to see who reigns supreme as the Jared Stern superior. What's the baseline? How, how are I you, mean, how I, are you... I think it's I think it's pretty easy. I think we could do just straight up Jeopardy categories like Jared, famous Jared's famous Stearns. And then come up with like five other categories. I got. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it it's right really after. I, just... I'll, I'll get to it right after I finish editing this video. Uh, so are we not doing fantasy football stuff? We'll do fantasy football stuff. We'll do. No, I know, but stuff. we're already two weeks in. Okay, I will backlog and edit the two and fantasy football. I'm not asking you to backlog and edit. I'm just saying I thought I thought the point of this was that we were going to be having something that could be uh, complimentary to the audio so that people, we can keep people, keep the content funnel full so that people can have it jam it down our, our, our audience's throats. So they're constantly sated. They constantly have something to gargle with, whether it be our video or our audio. Do you like that metaphor, how I stretch that out? Um, <laughs> if you can't, that's fine, but I, I'm just trying to manage my expectations. That's all. That's fair. We'll do a, we'll do a fantasy football segment. We'll see how it plays. Right. But I did this but, week. Like, I think right now, the two times that we have talked about fantasy football, I'm not sure how well it lends to their own independent videos. Only this one's been was very interwoven with our regular right. just shit. I think and it would be better if we one, dedicate like a full segment to it where it's like, OK, right. like really gear up into it and say, now we're going to start talking about fantasy football 
for this one and then dedicate that amount of time to it. I think that that would help drive the actual segment itself, which I know yes. I'm guilty of. I think I'm the one who keeps bringing it up independently of like the segment leading, but knowing that that's what we're supposed to do, I can adjust the way in which I'm presenting it going into it. Going into okay. It. We're yeah. gonna, you know what? It's like everything else on this podcast, it's a work in progress. That's right. A work in podcast. A work in podcast. And to tie it all back around, isn't a flea flicker a thing in football? <laughs> yes, a flea <laughs> flicker is a thing in football. Congratulations. Is that, you, is that where you laterally throw the ball backwards? No, that's when you laterally throw the cat in the sink. <laughs> I, at some point, I'm just going to have like a glossary of terms off to my right over here. <laughs> yep, just that's read. all you're going to need. I'm just going to read. Make How many a cheat sheet. Ooh, Make that might a cheat be cheat. That might be a fun game to do, to try and see how many sports metaphors we could work into a podcast. How many incorrect sports metaphors we can, we can put into a podcast? Sure. I don't know. I feel like I could pretty confidently work sports metaphors into my everyday life and people won't correct me. I think it's a confidence thing. If you look confident and you sound confident, people will just accept whatever you're saying. Yeah. No, that's, that's the way it's been for white men for a long time. Oh, okay. I just thought it was a me thing. I didn't realize I was just working off of pure privilege. Okay. No, pure privilege. That's all <laughs> okay, it is. good. Good. Uh, we'll hey, we'll knock that what? off of <laughs> a little bit of charm always helps, but it starts it starts with what we were inherently born with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take it off my resume then. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking your ears between two sterns. Please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show? Or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at jaredstern.com. Jared Stern.